It is a Tuesday edition. Jack Michael Show coming to you live and direct from our studios at 1020 South 25th Street in Fargo. Uh, Derek Hansen, Brad Anderson in. We're tiptoeing towards uh, and through a busy week uh, and a full show today. Brian Strand uh, joining as head coach of Barnesville. Trojans in action coming up this weekend. Derek's in a... Derek still, Brad and I are like like the brothers that are trying to calm down the third brother, not yeah, let him hard. get too excited right now. I'm not I'm too telling anxious. a friend of mine, I just I don't even know what to ask him at this point. It's just like, uh, <laughs> are the uh, I would imagine that the DGF and Barnesville they're all kind of cheering for each other, right? I would say eighty five percent of the people are, unless there's okay. some pettiness with some past girlfriend stuff or anything okay, like that. Like, kind of thing. There I mean, might I, be some of the kids that are, have some rivalries. Because I because I know you know the the Holly Barnesville thing, but I didn't know. Where I always D- cheered for them. Yeah, I, I well, I was it too, but I said I, I didn't know where DGF fit in the. Equation. No, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, I, I I got some friends who have kids are playing for the team, you know. So I mean, I huh. I. I I mean, I don't, I don't think he'll mind me mention his name, Brian DeVries, who mm-hmm. I grew up with, and we were friends, you know, and his son's on the teams. And so I get to know a lot of these people. And, you know, I used to substitute teacher there, so I know some of the coaches and what have you. So, yeah, I'm I, I'm most definitely pulling for the Rebels to win. It'll be sweet if they both can bring it home. Uh, DGF in action Saturday at 1, Barnesville Friday at 1. I'm sure Brian Strand's got his, uh, you know, I'm sure they got some of their game plans. Uh, uh, <laughs> that would be an understatement. Uh, in place already. <laughs> two weeks for these well, the guys to that Barnesville is, is you know, like six points in the last two yeah, games. You know, so the game uh, plan's pretty simple probably for both. It's like, let's not uh, give up much. So that's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Perry Hansen joining us today. Go, buddy Perry. Uh, now has taken over and has in recent years since since Don's passing, the legendary Don Hansen, uh, the editor of the Hoopster. And I thought, how apropos today, because a lot of action is is, is getting underway, at least on the North Dakota side, of uh, basketball, including Brad, who's going to be hanging out in Lidgerwood Lidger- tonight. Lidgerwood. Because Winemere has the pretzels that you can dip in cinnamon at the concession stand. I think the last time I've been to Lidgerwood for a game. That's outstanding. It's Weinmere Lidgerwood, and then Hankinson is co-oping on the girls' side, but they are separate for boys' basketball. Just a clarification on that. The uh, Looking for some kids going to a defensive uh, basketball clinic camp. Probably not going to the Wolves uh, camp anytime soon. They've yielded 279 points or whatever it is in the last two games. And Cat went down yesterday, so that's 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 not good. We'll figure out by calf strain or whatever the heck it is that, that he's got to deal with. And, uh, you know, and, and Monday Night Football, Jeff Saturday, no need my timeouts. I'll, I'll keep those. Thank you very much. And then, of course, he went full throttle defense mode of, you know, you're a moron if you think I, I that came into play. That wasn't about that. It was about, you know, last charge. I do know this, that you could have burned it. I get it. He was looking, if, if you followed the game at all, you know they were they were moving down the field. And he wasn't sure if one's going to be a first down or you know, all the call. But you know they, they could have saved about 17 seconds at one particular time, and uh, and Pittsburgh gets the win against Indianapolis. Before we do anything, uh, we we have I promised the boys down the hall tuning in in in, in the brain trust operation. Jordan Michael Jordan Bennett in production, and uh, Greg the singlet wrestler, and uh, Super Carl. Hanging out, and Jake, our colleague. So they're back there by the copy machine, which is where I live at, as you guys know, in this station. I love paper. And uh, Jake's got a date, our colleague Jake. Uh-huh. And he was wondering where to take his his you know his date out. Okay. And uh, she's a urologist. And I said uh, to the guys, I said, well, uh, where do you take a urologist out? 
And the, <laughs> look at Derek's face. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with the price of tea in China. Well, but. no, I know. Well, I, that's just it. It was like a random thought. And the guys all looked at it. Yeah. Where do you take out a urologist? What's the budget? What's Jake's budget? I, I don't know. I said, Who's buying or, or are they going Dutch? There are, there, now, there are built-in jokes that might be coming yeah. through 35270. <laughs> DJ doctor, I think. Yeah, I'm sure, I, I know. I can already hear the hot dog stand jokes coming yeah, in already. Yeah. You know? So where do you take a urologist out? So th- as I left back to the studio here, they were all deciding where Jake should take out his urologist. That sounded odd too. Is good it, for yeah. Jake that he got a date with a urologist. I man. know, right? That's, that's, that's what impressive. do urologists make? That's that's pretty good. Uh, maybe. More than radio people do. Let's, uh, I, think <laughs> maybe. We, I think we can uh, safely say yeah, that. Yeah, I think that would be the understatement of the day <laughs> you think, you on think, the Jack Michael show. Where do, you, <laughs> where do you think that pay scale is between a urologist? I mean, we get talent fees for certain things we do, but I know, you know. I just made like fifteen dollars this morning. I was over at uh, Minn Kota. Uh, Mindak Market. Mindak Market. Yeah, Minn Kota. Sorry, I was at a recycling. Right. Center, I'll be there two to five. And then today I went too. to the Mid Mindak. Yeah, Mindak Market. Hang out with Greg. Yep. Yeah, Suite Two Twenty Two in the mall, right in the J.C. Pennywing. Been there a few times. Yes. How a lot great of good is guests. that store, by the way? And if you need anything pickled, right there, they've got it. Pickled eggs, they have plenty of them. Yeah, they've which, got it which, all. Which would kill you. I know. I was allergic to have. But they're so good. That would be the end of the line for you. Yes. I walked with the 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 the. I walked with I walked with some people this morning. I'll tell you what. If you haven't been in the mall lately before six o'clock in the morning, it's a hopping place. Yeah, well, I guess walk. I. Yeah, it's just uh, that people in for walking. It's a track like meet a, in there. It's it's phenomenal. Walking. People are fast walking. Yes, power mm-hmm. walking and get out of the way. Yeah, well, no I, time to chat. Well, yeah, I mean, how many places can you go in the winter? Yeah, I, I mean, unless you have a membership at a. You I know, know of one uh, in West. Place. I know in one of, of one in West Fargo. They because uh, we've had kids' birthday parties there, the Rusted Rec Center. I, uh, That's, sure. I, yeah. I love, you can go walk in there. I know that. I know in Williston, my folks at, at years ago, uh, they would take advantage because Williston, during the, the recent boom years ago, I mean, they just built a $65 million arc, you know, just whoop, and it just showed up. Like, oh. Well, that's nice. They built the Ark? $65 million. It's called the Ark. It's the arc. Williston oh. uh, Recreation Center and all that kind of thing. It's got like you can... Uh, surf. It's got the aqua uh, oh, really? aquatic uh, oh, thing. You do that. You got tennis courts and they're just sixty-five million. Boom, running the campus of Williston State, and they'd have people go walk in that. You know, so that was. Uh, so I don't know. Bad. Will you be a walker when you retire? Will you be a mall walker? I don't know if I'll be a mall walker, but I could be a walker. That was one thing I did during COVID. Walk. I did a lot of walking because we have a walking track uh, in our neighborhood. Well, it's on the other side of. Uh, Drain twenty seven, which help which helps with flooding, but we can but I think if we if I walk from my house around that walking track back to my house, I think it's a mile. I uh I uh and that, I'm proud of you. I I did notice how Derek uh, no, and I, I have, didn't notice I how Derek and I didn't well, jump I walk in a lot, there. I but I usually bundle up and have to walk the yeah. hounds, so that's it, usually what yeah, I do. Because my um because that was the same yeah, thing like in dogs. Li- same thing in Lisbon, because we were you know, I, my house was next or not next to, but close to the vet's home, and if you walk around from our house, walk around the vet's home, come back. It's it's exactly a mile. Yeah. I'm all right. We walk. You walk a lot already. I do. I probably need to do more, but I uh, I try to. I, I'm very kind of in and out with my walking. Tell you what, what's happening at the mall is like triple A level, right next to major yeah. league level. It, it's on that. Uh, Bob, I, I sat through uh, Bobby Hauk's, uh press conference yesterday. Not sat through. I'm not like it was painful. I mean, always good to see what's up with Montana. Sure. Montana's a proud program. A lot of their boys that play for them are from that treasure state. A lot of pride. You know, and you look at prideful programs, 
And you look at rivalries, you can talk about great rivalries, but Bob, Grizz Bobcat, as we've defined, is is Hungerfords, uh, Hatfields, and McCoys and all that. So Bobby Hauka is getting drilled with questions. And like the press conference is usually uh, questions coming off your last win, and you close that up. Sure. And then a, a few, obviously, starting angling towards your next game. So press conference starts, and everything angled towards your next game. <laughs> it's like everybody just did, okay, that one's done. And it was all about... NDSU, playing the gold standard, playing this and all that. And I'm not saying, you know, Bobby, Bobby's a proud man and he's a respectful certain of the program, but I can almost feel the sense of like, all right, yeah, what else What else do you want me to say about our trip to Fargo, North Dakota to play North Dakota State on Saturday? So either the, the guys are going to be fed a bill of nobody, expe- nobody on the planet Earth expects you to come close on Saturday and all this pent-up uh, you know, you play that card as a coach and really – or you fill your team with with optimism and you can beat them and you're there and you play in a tough – and it brought me to this. And I don't know what you guys what, – what's the biggest bulletin board in the history of sport? And you can text this in at 35270. Verified factual bulletin board material that you can think of in the history of sport across the board, uh, anything that someone has – said factually said was documented that another team used for that and now montana hasn't but i was looking at this story today and it was referencing of course the u.s and iran now when's the soccer when's the the match is that on right now this afternoon this afternoon so I have no earthly idea. Have you followed this though at all? Because uh, the, what was it Brad? a little bit yeah. it was something where the the u.s the, the in the promotion they left off part of the iranian um uh, the, the, the Iranians took offense to it because it left off an Islamic symbol, and it was left off there from the U.S. side because of the treatment of women in Iran. It's all this stuff that is obviously important, but but uh, you know, political more than it is from an athletic standpoint. So I was reading this story, and it goes back to the 1998 World Cup, and it, it remains to this day one of the biggest just defeats of all defeats by the U.S. 1998 World Cup. And it's the U.S. and Iran men's national team program, and it was in 1998. It was a story we were fraught with long-building political overtones. Iranian leader Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini, and now here's where the bulletin board question comes in, and referred to the U.S. as quote the great Satan. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's about as I don't know if you can get worse than that. I don't think there's a uh, there's a uh, like bulletin board material when you're calling the other country in the team the great Satan, right? That, that's a great Satan. And the match came, of course, 18 years after the the Americans that were taken hostage and, and by supporters of the Iranian Revolution, all that. And 444 days later, they're finally, and we all know the story. But the great Satan, I'm thinking, that's got to be the worst. That's got to be the highest bulletin board material of this. And then you know what happened? The U.S. lost. And it really unraveled part of the, the you know, the, the you know, you'd know lose something like that to a team like that where you were ranked in FIFA's world rankings 11. Iran was 42. And here you got the Ayatollah, uh, you know, referring to the U.S. as the great Satan. It's got all these political overtones. And, and boom, and you lose the match. And it kind of stumbled into the World Cup. So I was really diving inside all this World Cup stuff and angst and bulletin board material. And I thought, well, let's take it down. If not, I don't think there's any been like a, like, like, 
Chris Coles never referred to the Saints as the great Satans, you know, no, in, no. In, a, in American Association. I the, like, I don't know what, what's the word. The thing is, they've been calling us that so long, it's almost like... Right. It's, I mean, it's kind of going, eh. So, so do you right? recall any bulletin board statement that a coach, a player that had leaked out? Uh, I mean, there certainly is the fire and ice, Rocky and... Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads, and there's some of that. But that's kind of... Uh, you know, but that wasn't for the next game, though, either. That was after they lost a really close game to Pittsburgh State. Yeah. And, he, and he said, and what Rocky was saying was, they really have a class organization down here, not like those knuckleheads up, up north. north. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't a direct. <laughs> no, right. it wasn't for the next game. Right. It was like, right. that was a shot across the bow. So and then, it's, it's a bulletin board, though, D, right? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, but. Three, you know, three, you know, three hundred and sixty some days later, <laughs> it, it came up. Yeah, but I can't recall like, and there's got to be a thousand bulletin board things that had been said, and it just it couldn't pop. I think to my the only head. thing that you really see that's big is someone says we're going to win the game, and that just you know that's probably the biggest one, right? And, but then you got to come up, you know, then you got to prove them wrong. So three five two seven on the text if you can uh, factual stuff. Uh, that has been documented as bulletin board stuff that is coming up. Because we live in a day and age of they're the best, they're well coached, uh, they have great talent, and we're just lucky to be here. You know, we live in that day. Sure. Where deep down it's we're better than them. We should you hope we to be, should, yeah. you know, right? You know, that the deep down we should beat this team. But you're not going to say that in any kind of thing because why? Because it becomes bulletin board material. So that was my question of the day today is on anything you can recollect. As bulletin board material, just search through Twitter. There's got to be plenty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious what that is. Uh, that is all about. Uh, Chatfield uh, certainly Barnesville isn't uh, saying anything about Chatfield, and and DGF is certainly not going to say anything about New London Spicer. I would up not this think week, so, no. right? Especially no. Chatfield. You got the sheet in front of you. I was doing a little uh, research today, and the team that Barnesville plays Friday afternoon. In that uh, Class 2A championship, every time they've made the title game, they have won the title they have. game. And some close affairs, too. I mean, well, Chatfield and Caledonia pretty much own AA football since the early 90s. I mean, it's just no getting around it. Since they since they went from Class B, C, or whatever. Chatfield strung a few together, right? Well, there, was, there was kind of a few in there, like, you know, bold for a little while. and They snuck in there. Uh, Holyford got in there that one year. Piers, yeah. yeah. But but it was, I mean, for the most part, I would say it's got to be especially in the 75%. La- I would say in the last 15 years, yeah. especially. Yeah. yeah, because you look at, you know, Holly has – Awful memories of Chatfield, too, losing two close games, one-score games. Yep. I remember that very well. Last year, West Central area loses by an extra point. I mean, That's that, right. That was just a heartbreaker. And, of course, we had a heartbreaker the week before that. And, and you know, they did that with the backup quarterback, too, not the young man who's going to be starting for them because he got kicked out for the next game, and that yep. became a lawsuit. We all remember that. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see, you know, because to say that we've talked about, talked about this game for about uh, you know uh, well, eleven months would be the, an understatement. And, yeah. and plus, it's like they, they you know they took it's like the uh, like, uh, super you take a week off and now it just feels like you got to and that'll be one of the things we talk with Coach Strand about. How do you jumpstart your team? You know, after having not played last week, and I forgot a score by the way, Chadfield over Minnesota in 2013 for those of us 17 to seven. So even that game was relatively mm-hmm. close. So I was looking in Class A, Derek. You got Springfield and Minnesota, which really aren't that far apart from each other, uh, town wise. I mean, I think they're Springfield's kind of west of New Ulm, and Minnesota's is near Marshall. I'm trying to think of years where there have been years where you face somebody uh, that you faced during the regular season, 
And I yeah. can remember when I was oh. when I was down in Central Minnesota. I remember Eden with the, the the year before Eden Valley Watkins won, they lost to Piers, and they were in the same conference. They were in the CMC. Unreal. And then yeah, and it, it happens every so. I remember like in the days of the Wright County Conference, and I was covering that. I think Glencoe Silver Lake played Becker, and they were the same conference. Wow. So every every once in a while it happens, but boy, it's rare. It is. Uh, so we got that on there. Any uh, bulletin stuff that we can uh, think of? So there's a question of the day. My mind's racing. I'll find something. I hate to have to Google and search, but that one might have to. But, yeah. And you're right. Iran is the, the Satan thing has come out. Oh, they, Just a harsh. Uh, well, back in the days of the Steelers and the Cowboys, didn't Hollywood Henderson boy, talk boy. about Terry Bradshaw was so stupid you couldn't he couldn't spell cat without the C and the A? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, was something like that. There is something like yeah, that. So, you're yeah. right. That's a great. Get that's going back, back a long well, time. Your brain ago. had to reason. You, you had to go back. That would. That is. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, quick timeout. Uh, we'll come back. Coach Strand joining us around the corner. Perry Hansen around twelve forty today. A little preview of uh, of, of uh, you know things kicking off at the basketball side. Then more today in a Tuesday edition. Jack Michael show. Brad and Derek right here on seven forty. The fan. It is a Tuesday edition, so it's Tuesday, and you got Wednesday, then you have Thursday, and then Friday hits. So we're a few days away from that uh, those championships, and that'll run Friday, Saturday, various classes at U.S. Bank Stadium, and playing at, 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 of course, U.S. Bank. That's a treat in itself. You get to the cities, that's a treat in itself. But the bottom line is... You're just trying to win a football game and bring a state title home to wherever it is, the community that you're coming from, whether you're in DGF or certainly in Barnesville. And Coach Brian Strand joining us today on the show, Derek Hansen, Brad Anderson, Jack Michaels. And, Coach, here we are. You know, we just asked the question, when you had that that week off, there's a holiday in it, what does it take to jumpstart the kids, uh, Coach? If anything, maybe they're just so uh, jacked up already you don't have to do anything, huh, Coach? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, we took last week pretty easy. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we were basically at at the school. Practice in the mornings, film sessions after school, just because they had basketball going on, the wrestling teams are going. So, you know, try, trying to keep the focus there. And then Friday, we actually went up to UND to practice, and we just started getting after it. And now, yesterday, we were up at Moorhead, which I think was the first time we practiced outside in almost a month. And tonight we'll go back up to UND, and then tomorrow we'll have a late day, and then Thursday we'll head down to the cities and stop in at St. John's to practice. But, you know, I just think it, take it easy. It's a, The boys have really done a good job the entire year of just facing the team that's in front of them, and uh, it's worked for them, you know. How much is, uh, I mean, do you focus on the one that got away last year? Because, I mean, you know you can hang with this group of guys at Chatfield who won the whole thing last year, but you certainly in position to get to that title game, And but you lost to them in the semifinals. Does it get brought up much? you try not to think about it? or We really haven't talked a lot about it. It's just, I think from day one, this is the game that we wanted. Uh, we, we did feel that we let it go away, and then to watch them win the state championship after, you know, we had two-score lead on them last year, and then their star player got removed from the game. And then they changed the offense up quite a bit, and we got caught. And, uh, you know, it just kind of leaves a sour taste just knowing that you were that close. And uh, it is what it is, but, you know, I, th- I think this is the game our students wanted. 
When you look at, uh, I mean, you know that you, what you have to do, talking about their quarterback, Sam Back, who is, is pretty much everything, and your defense yeah. has been so you know stout all year long. Just talk about that a little bit. I mean, you kind of know what the game plan is, and you think they'll try to mix it up a little bit. You know, uh, that that's the question. I mean, do they leave Backer? And I think that they've really gone unchanged most of the season. So, again, why would you change? And um, he is phenomenal. Last year when he got removed, I think he had about – 60 yards, which is way below his average. Um, and we've only given up 100 yards on the ground to one ball carrier the entire season. So um, I've got a lot of faith in our defense, and uh, I just don't see him making a lot of big mistakes. Ryan Strand joining us today, head coach of the Barnesville Trojans. They'll be in action Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. against Chatfield. And, Ryan, we were uh, we were walking down memory lane uh, today a little bit about, you know, Barnesville, and, and, and we were there, you know, 1978, for those that don't know, fell to New Richland Heartland in the, in the Class B yep. title game at that time. And then uh, 2010, a one-score game to New Ulm Cathedral. That was Class A. And then you guys are talking about, you know, in recent years, and in 2018 got to the title game, and Caledonia was the big 800-pound gorilla uh, that shut you out. Do you use, um, and maybe you're just so concerned about the X's and O's right now and getting these guys ready to go, but is there part of that that, uh, you know, the three times that Barnesville has been, it's been second place. Can you use that? Do you, do you use something like that, saying this this is our time to win it for the 78, 2010, and 18 teams that got close but didn't? I don't know. We haven't really said, you know, we're doing it for the other teams. We're doing it for the kids and the community, actually, you know, and um, they're just so supportive of everything that the boys do. And, um, you know, it's just a really good town. And uh, they're proud of us, you know, and you can see it. They drive down to the games, they watch it on the, the TV. And, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And, um, you know, we've talked that, you know, it is our time. And like I said, the focus that they've shown here the last, well, the entire year, but they have really been dialed in, in here the past two weeks. And uh, prep alone has been fantastic. You know, let me ask you, it's amazing. You, you got to coach them up and all that, but and you know I'm around it a little bit. No, you know, a lot of my mm-hmm. friends have kids who are around it. And just having these kids go to the weight room, it, it's not mandatory. And just the – I know the film study they put in, just looking at it over and over again, and it's not something you demand. They just want to do it. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I don't know if we just say we don't demand it, but I mean, there's also <laughs> things that go along with it. If they're not in the weight room, they can't be a captain. They, you know, it, they drop down considerably on the list for end of the year awards, type like that. And it, it, it's kind of what they do now. I mean, it's just, you know, we, I want to say we test them at the end of the season. We had. I say my varsity roster is 59 kids, and I had 31 kids that bench pressed 200 pounds or better, and five of those went over 300. So, I mean, for a small school, and then to go on that, we only have two guys most games that play both sides of the ball. This week we'll have three because we changed our front up a little bit. But, you know, when you get to our level and you're able to rest guys and coach guys during during the game instead of just at halftime, it's huge. You know, and our kids are staying rested and um, fixing things throughout the game. You know, so, I mean, all those things kind of add to it along with the film. And, you know, our, I want to say I've got kids right now that have watched close to nine hours of film here in the last ten days. You know, so, I mean, they know, they understand everything that's going into this. They've seen them last year. They know that, that 
they were close. It's just, you know, it's it's a lot right now. And like I just said, I mean, they've they've just they've handled everything with grace. They 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 haven't been arrogant or anything like that. They just come in with that lunch pail mentality, and we're just going to work. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Jack mentioned the thing about the. the uh... You know the prep bowl titles, but I think for all the kids, you you've been going at this for you know what uh, was it fourteenth year? What is it? Eighteenth. It's eighteenth already. Fantastic. Eighteenth year. Heavens, but uh, I think about some of your teams that kind of got to the first point. You know the the team that lost in the quarterfinals of state in two thousand nine. How much you're hearing from some of your old. Uh, you know, kids that you play for because I know you're hearing from old guys like me long oh, yeah. before you were. <laughs> there. What yeah, does no, it mean? I mean, you know. Honestly, last week I probably had 30 texts before I, I left the stadium. Mm. Um, they were just kind of a close group. And, I mean, the kids stay involved. The parents that have had kids play still go to games. Um, it's unique, you know, and we try and give everybody a good experience, you know, and if they're just part of the team, they're part of it. And, you know, it it is neat. Like, you know, it is it's a culture, you know, and – there are certain towns I think throughout the state that you see that year in and year out they're competing, and the pressure is on the kids. They want to go back the next year. They don't want to be the team that doesn't win the section title. You know, we've won it seven years now. I mean, they they don't want to be the group that breaks that. You know, and I want to say from ninth grade to JV to varsity, we haven't lost a game this year. So I mean, it, the tradition's rolling down there and. You know, it's just it's important to our kids. That statement just freaks out everybody in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I... But you know, on top on top of that, though, Brian, you know, it's not just Barnesville. And you know, by the way, and I think we, and, and I don't know if you guys can feel this, but you should because even on the North Dakota side, you know, Fargo, Moorhead, West Fargo, you know, Fargo, West Fargo, you know, Eastern North Dakota are probably adopting. Barnesville, and for that matter, adopting DGF as you go down to try to win a title for the region. You feel that, right? Yeah. You know, yep. And um, the text you get, you know, and I, I went to school in Mayville, and I said I hear from past coaches and players and things like that, you know, and, you know, everyone knows that we're still playing. So it's just, yeah, it's pretty cool. What's it like? You mentioned still playing into December. I mean, uh, just compare yeah. that—the the two weeks compared to one week. And it's usually a pretty short week with Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving, with the yeah, yeah, it I mean, is. So, so how has that been? Are you liking it this way? Would you like to see it? Like you know, skip Thanksgiving weekend, or what do you think? You know, um, can't change it. You know, it's like it is what it is. It, it actually, we had a kid that had a late concussion in the semifinals, and we were able to get him back for the finals. If we would have played last week, he wouldn't have been able to play. Um, so I, I like that part of it. Um, we're going to be completely healthy come Friday, um, which again is great for us. That's huge. You know, it's just, right. It's just, we've been doing this now since July. You know, we started our camp last week of July and here we are December and we're still playing. So it's just, you know, we've got 17 seniors. Um, every senior does something for us. Um, whether it's a starter, whether it's a special team player, it doesn't matter. They all contribute. They're all part of it. Right now, I think I have 45 juniors and seniors. That's amazing. You know, uh, which is unheard of. I mean, it's just it, we've got a junior class that I think I've got 27, 28 boys in it. Um, you know, so it's just you've got the age part of it, and, you know, it matters. Boy, with, with <laughs> it the, matters to them. 
Yeah, with that pride and the attitude and seeing those that have blazed the trail and, and the passing of the baton and all that going on in Barnesville. My final question for you, Coach, is, is the next is the nose questions. What's it going to take uh, to be up mm, two scores in, in the second half against Chatfield? And wouldn't you love that if you're up two scores late in the second half? Or, we, were, yeah. well, <laughs> right. we were last year. We were last oh, year. I'm sorry. Bad <laughs> we question. Were last year. I mean, uh, I mean really no, late. I, like, yeah, really I, late. To have that lead um, would be huge, like I said, but it's not over until it's over. Um, they've got a kid uh, in the backfield that's up for Mr. Football, and he was the one that got removed last year. He's the quarterback. He plays defense. He's very, very fast. We have to corral him. Um, you know, that that's the key, you know, and when they make mistakes, we have to take advantage of them. But it's just, if we've got a lead late, it'll be great, but not until that clock hits zero will I feel it. <laughs> Terrific response, yeah. Like with 13 seconds, two scores up, and the, and the ball. Yeah, victory victory, for, victory formation. Victory as formation. Long, as long as the ball's in our hand. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Ball's We're in your hand. Okay. Brad, yeah. you're thinking ball's in your hand, 10 seconds left. Yeah. They're out of timeouts. Victory formation. You're right, right, okay. Resuscitating Derek Hansen in the U.S. Bank <laughs> and, Stadium. And stands. finally, Derek go. can take a breath yeah. and, and be fine with everything. I'm pacing around here like a caged tiger. Uh, but be, Before we let you go, Brad, I know Derek, <laughs> Derek, we're going to kick Derek. We'd have to put a leash on Derek to hold him back to going to Minneapolis uh, this weekend, but do we expect, and this would be a softball question, do we expect a fairly decent Trojan contingency, oh, yeah. uh, Brian, in your estimation? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, It'll be big. It's like an all-school reunion for me. <laughs> I see people I haven't seen in years yeah. at these things. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, when do you take off, uh, Coach? When do you guys head out? We take off Thursday at 1130. Perfect. Yeah, good stuff. And we stop at St. John's and practice at I want to say we're there at 2 to 4 and then we go to the hotel and Man. All that fun stuff. All right, I promise I won't bug you leading up to the game. I'll uh, I'll keep yeah, my texts. Yeah, I will. He's probably still responding from his text from the, the previous. Yeah, uh, no, I caught up with that right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good bus ride home. It's fun to be the coach, and he's been there for all that. Exactly. Yeah, good stuff, Brian. You know we're proud of you. Uh, either way, but Thank you. but but go get one, uh, buddy. And we'll talk to you when you get back. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. You got yeah, good a, luck, Brian Strand. Uh, Eighteen. Uh, years that's uh, I didn't realize it was that there. long already, but yeah, no, looking back on it, my yeah, because 18, so about 04, okay, so it was, yeah, well, I that think was that, that's still like the, common, yeah, yeah that, that was still in the Barnesville Rothsay days, right? yeah, so uh, and that's uh, oh my heavens, so well. <sighs> It is, uh, as he mentioned, you know, I can see it from, the, you know, going back to the days when, you know, like Larry Anderson was coaching mm-hmm. and then when, you know, Craig Samuelson came in with the Agassiz Valley and, and then, of course, when, you know, we had a few other coaches in between, but then when Coach Strand took over, you know, it, it kind of was a whole different animal. And But I think any gen- any generation of these people, it's, it's well, a big deal. It's, I look it could at be the, the first state title for outside of a track title incredible. that we've had. But, but as to your point, you know, I, and not just the times during the title game, as you said, you know, they would it be the quarters, the semis, oh, yeah. you know, the success. I look back at the 78 team uh, that fell. And, you know, that, that if you were a senior then, you're probably in your early 60s now. You know, I guarantee you. And maybe some of those folks are still around the area that – are sitting at a dining table at a I breakfast. I know a lot of them. Right? <laughs> Trust you know, me. Playing yeah. that triangle game with the pegs with one yeah. missing, doing that while they're chatting over that 78 and what the, how, the, how it got away from them, and now here's another. Yeah, that's what it's all about, people. And, and without question, I think I think our community adopts these teams that are in our region, and, and DGF the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so good luck to them. Perry Hansen coming up. Good stuff with Brian Strand today. Uh, Perry Hansen coming up next uh, right here on the Jack Michael Show, 740 The Fan. 
My uh, broadcast partner, Tom Dodge, Texas. He listens to the Jack Michael Show for the music. And uh, this is another solid reason why, Brad. That's a, you know, it's a great bump. It is. Yeah. That makes my all uh, raspy voice singers uh, list right there. Right there. Little Tom Betty and Stevie, uh, Stevie Nicks. There's uh, I, right? forget, I forget what the product is now, but they, there is, uh, if it's a camera, if it's a car, or what it is, but they use the uh, Fleetwood Mac song everywhere. Oh, that kind of started, uh, like, wow, that's, uh, I haven't heard that song in 20-some years, probably. The next guest we have on today, I can almost title this, You Know Your Old When, uh, <laughs> The uh, not for Perry, but for like like the Hoopster magazine. You've, if you're listening to my voice, you've either been in it yourself if you played, uh, maybe had a son or a daughter uh, that's uh, that's in it uh, when they played, or maybe we're at a point where you've got a grandson or granddaughter uh, that's in it now that they're playing, and that's how long the Hoopster has been along, and that has been the the Hanson dream, I think. Uh, has come really fulfilled uh, deeply with the Hoopster. It is the Bible of, of basketball in the state of North Dakota. Perry Hansen now uh, joins us today, and it's good to talk to friends, and, and Perry is the editor. And Perry, good to have you on board. First of all, did we, did we take you away from anything? Did you have to sneak out of some kind of meeting or anything, Perry? Well, just a little bit of work today uh, in the morning here, but uh, awfully cold for that outside work. So, no, yeah, I'm glad you actually took me away today. Yeah, it's good to have you on board. You know what a fan I am of your family, your parents. Uh, obviously, you're very close, and you know, they're not only as my bingo friends when I got out there, but every you know the coaching and the, and the hoops and all that. Uh, before we get into anything, uh, the, the book and the hoopster for those that have not been that aren't familiar, Perry, uh, with the genesis of the Hoopster booklet. Uh, take us through that a little bit, a quick history lesson on the Hoopster, Perry. Well, you know, it started uh, 41 years ago with Dad uh, just kind of venturing out into the state. He, he got the idea from a guy in South Dakota, and he thought, hey, North Dakota people really like their basketball. And 41 years ago, he ventured out and uh, tried to get some information about every team and and uh, it ends up being a preview of every boys and girls basketball team in the state. And people just have uh, taken notice here in North Dakota. It's been a great response. And uh, it's going to be number 41 here for the boys and 31 for the girls. And I guess for me, it's the fourth one since Dad passed away four years ago. But really enjoy doing it just to see the people in North Dakota every summer and listening to people all winter long. I can only imagine, I know for a fact, those that, that, that help sell and distribute and, and, and the process, but it has got to be all-encompassing, Perry, on how this, you know, and Brad and I both have copies right here in front of us in, in, the, in the fan studio today, uh, but what goes into the distribution, the gathering, you know, the, the advertisement selling, because that is all, that's, that's, the, that's all the fiber that puts this together, isn't it? Yes, it is, you know, and in the... The, the ads, I've got salesmen, uh, I got pretty much located throughout the state. I've got, you know, a couple of primary ones uh, that do most of the selling, and that would include me and my son, and uh, probably Steve Miller being one of my one of my common salesmen. But then uh, to get the information from each school is, is uh, done by a questionnaire sent out, uh, email questionnaire each year to each coach. And then uh, hopefully they get back to me with some good info and stats, and they hopefully are really good about getting pictures in. And uh, so we, that's kind of how we gather the information. And uh, sometimes that's a struggle to get coaches to respond. But uh, all in all, we get everybody included in the book. And 
And then uh, as far as distribution goes, it takes a full month. It, I basically sell ads from from basically end of April to the end of September, middle of September, and then it takes about a month. And distribution uh, is usually via the mail or local stores that sell for me. And, and um, you know, and then sometimes, like this year, I did a lot more of the hand-delivered ones. Um, which which really helped me out quite a bit, but uh, it's it's encompassing uh, to say the least with all the stats and all the information that comes in, and just trying to get that all together so that your top returners and your power poles are done uh, to the liking of the people out there, the fans. Uh, Perry Hansen joining us today, editor of the Hoofster, and I'll get Brad in this too because as broadcasters, obviously, I'm, I think we can safely speak for every broadcaster that, that calls games in the state. It, it's funny how when you look at broadcast row, whether it be a state B tournament or A tournament, and everybody's got their bag. With me, it's probably filled with Pringles and sour cream chips. And <laughs> it is filled with that. <laughs> Thank right. you, Brad. But everybody seems to have a little uh, little packet here. And I'll, and I'll pitch to Brad on this, Brad. I remember back in the day, I would go to, like like Perry just said, you know, the, the, the different colored pages going the players to watch. Sure. And then almost like when the newspaper came back in the day for Pops, you know, he would go to the, you know, the, the crossword puzzles first. I'd go to Hocus Focus, you know, all that. Yeah. So I used to start at the players to watch, then go back and then start reading the top read by, you know, individual. Then I'd go into the individual team. Yeah. How, how do you use the hoopster, Brad? What do you go to first? Oh, I, you- uh, you know, actually, I go look for first is the, I look at every region. Uh, oh, prediction. Region predictions. Ah, sure. Because I say I would kind of, I would kind of compare and contrast and go, yeah, I maybe have that team. Maybe yep. yeah, they're maybe about two notches too high, or they're about a notch too low. But I would say more often That's than smart. not, you're uh, yeah, you know, Don was you, was incredible. You, you you're very very close <laughs> most years. Did did your pops? Did Don? Did 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 pops keep his record? By the way, Perry, because Brad's right. He you 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 guys have been pretty tight on on yep. these uh, predictions. Yep. Well, Dad used to hit. At about a seventy-five to eighty percent clip for wow. the first thirty-five years, and uh, it's it's just amazing. I my first year that I had to do it full time, I I hit about eighty-five ninety percent. So I thought, well, this is really easy. <laughs> well, then the following year, it uh, didn't go so well. I got clipped around fifty-five percent. So, <laughs> but uh, it's just it, what what amazes me is just throughout the year, I get people. Will, will tweet at me or email me and say, boy, you're way off on that prediction. And I always like to say, well, let's just wait and see how it ends up. Right. And then, uh, you know, like last year as an example, and in, in the boys, I had a chance to get all eight regions right on the last night of the regional finals for each region. And I ended up only getting like five right. So kind of fun to see him get there and, and think that you got a pretty good chance to be right. Well, we'll point our, our attention uh, to the upcoming season, which is, uh, you know, getting underway. Now we're into it now, which is good. And last year was intriguing because in Class A and B in the state of North Dakota, they almost pulled off one of those rare double-doubles, if you will. And, right. and, and you know, everything was great. You know, Minot certainly had their – reason to shine those of you tuning in today in the magic city congratulations i mean it was really incredible uh, you know kindred boys almost did but you know even four wins that wanted you know with with rick smith and the emotion shown by rick and, and when four wins been walking one it was great kindred girls so last year was it was a are we expecting any any kind of stuff like that this year i think everybody was like 13 years old that played for the minot girls last year for goodness sakes you know they were so young and talented but what about this season perry we won't have to you don't obviously have 
time to really dissect a lot, but from a team aspect, who do you like in, in, in A, uh, boys and girls, and B, boys and girls, if you want to go there today? And if you don't, that's fine. No, and I, I, I kind of like, uh, it's really hard in the Class A girls. Uh, there's two really good teams. They battled each other for the state title last year, and and it's going to be awfully hard to knock them two off in Minot and Century. And I, I kind of lean towards Minot a little bit on that, but that, that one could go either way. And, you know, in the girls' B, you talked about uh, somebody getting a chance to do both. I've got Central Cast really highly ranked in both, and so they could pull off a rare double this year. Um, so I've got I like Central Cast, and I do like the Kenmere team. He's been there the last couple of years at the state tournament. I really like them, and Kendra's just not going to drop off very far. And um, so I kind of like those three, and then uh, it's really hard to do that top 40 in the girls. But uh, in boys class A, then if I move over to the boys side, and it's, I've got Bismarck Century. They've, they've already had four kids commit to do a, to a Division two college or higher, right. and they've got a junior that's getting highly recruited as well. So awfully hard not to pick them, but why not? Minot's going to be right there again. And I really like Davies and North Out East and Red River. So I think that Class A boys could be really interesting again um, towards the end of the year. And then just kind of looking at the Class B boys a little bit. And and I do have four wins coming back. And uh, I picked them to win it again. Rick Smith just does an incredible job. And he's got about two, three kids back that were pretty prominent players on last year's team. But I've got that central cast group in there at two so could be a pretty good uh, region one is awfully good again if you look at if you want to go by regions region one is really good again and and so yeah it's kind of interesting to see how that'll all pan out towards the end i love that brad you were doing a lot of nodding right there so well i i even some of my friends from kindred last year at the state tournament says boy so i hate to admit this he says but Castleton's going to be pretty good next year. It's like, yeah. Uh, And by the way, before we let Perry go, he mentioned about some guys are, you know, some uh, student athletes committing already. And obviously there's ones that are off the, you know, Logan Nisley is heading to, you know, Nebraska to play girls basketball. But then, you know, in recent days, commitment that we saw, you know, know, from the Desets of this world to, to Connor Crafts, of yep. this world, yep. to, you know, go through Dopplers and Shaver, you know, whether it be UND, NDSU, South Dakota State, my goodness, Perry. <laughs> Could be some talent running around the state, right? Well, I, I think it's going to be a fun year to watch some Class B and Class A basketball just for that reason. These kids are kids are committing earlier now, and, uh, and so you, you kind of have an idea of what kind of level of basketball they're ready to go play once they're done. And you even have the girl from Grafton who actually left the school a year early. That's to, right. Been out and play for South Dakota, I believe, or South Dakota State. South Dakota, USD, yeah. yeah. South Dakota. So you know, you're starting to get a lot of North Dakota kids who are uh, who are starting to get recognized, and it's, I think that's due to that. You know, that some of that summer, you know, basketball with the AAU circuits and and some of that. So these kids are getting exposed to some pretty good players and, and coaches throughout the summer. So. I expect to see more of that as we move forward in North Dakota basketball. Yeah, really good stuff. And even, and, you know, we're talking about commitment to basketball, too. But, you know, it, it, I suppose the, is the Sunram boy uh, uh, locking and loading for hoops or I've, not? I mean, I've heard that the, he may not come on. May or may not. Okay. Yeah, but, but I, I, do, I don't quote me on that, but I I've heard he may not. Uh, but but to the point is there's a lot of uh, uh, student athletes out there at the high school level that are committing to other sports in college, but also playing basketball, which is just <laughs> incredible. Perry, uh, for those that don't, because you know you could get the Hoopster uh, a couple different places, right, Perry? Barnes & Noble certainly being one yeah. of them. Shields? 
Yeah, Barnes and Noble steals, and then uh, I've got a website at ndhoopster.com, and I've also got a Twitter and Facebook page uh, that you can uh, go through a little bit in order. I've got something a little newer now, Jack. I've got what they call a digital version. So if you would like a digital version, all you do is I'll send you an email link. You just get me $20, just like if you bought one in the store, and you get the book right on the device of your choice. And that's really got to be popular with coaches and media people because that are carrying around a book that it's just right there on their phone for them to look at. So oh, that's, uh, that, that's, an option that, that's an option that's really starting to take off for me. And I'm not sure dad would have probably liked that, but uh, <laughs> well, it, it is what it is. You know, you got to move forward here in the digital world. In, 19, in, the in 1981, those words were never said. I've got a digital version of the hoops. Right. Like, oh. like, got a what? What do you have? A digital? What's digital? What the heck is that all about? 41 years. And then within this, uh, the booklet, and I was looking for, you know, coaches, tenures, or longevity, longevity awards. And that's a neat page, too, because, man, alive, I'm looking at, you know, 40 years, 35 years. Gary Mayhew, Fargo North, 50 years, Perry. I, I, mean, I saw that. That is just commitment. Uh, I mean, my goodness. And- and we've got a guy down in Linton that's going to shoot for 800 wins this year. He's 14 wins shy of 800 in Dan Carr. Oh, that's Dan Carr. 800 wins. That's, and I know if Dan's tuning in today, I know he's blushing already because he's probably the most humble human being on the planet, too. That's uh, that's incredible. He is. He is. Oh, good stuff. Well, Perry, uh, I'm glad we could take you away from the outside a little bit today and, and, and bring you inside to the studio. <laughs> so, Perry, keep doing what you're doing to you and all your, you know, the family. And and all those people that that hit the ground uh, selling and distributing, you know, to you mentioned Moose Miller and, and and company, excellent job. I think I can speak on behalf of all all the fans out there and parents and broadcasters. You just you outdid yourself again this year on the Hoopsters. So appreciate that, Perry, and I'm sure we'll see you at a gym. Absolutely, we'll see you probably. I'm sure at tournament time. So I appreciate the time and effort you guys all do to help promote me. So. I appreciate that as well. You got it, buddy. Thank Th- you. Thanks, Perry. Appreciate having you on. Perry Hansen uh, joining us today. And, uh, you know, if, if Donna Mary, you know, his, if you knew the parents, uh, you know what the the dedication to the sport and the craft and, and getting this down. And I'm so glad that Don uh, took took that advice from the down in South Dakota and said, you know what, that might work here in North Dakota. Actually got a text, and I just wanted to confirm that too, yeah, that uh, son Riley had sh- uh, shoulder surgery after football season. Oh, okay. Done for basketball. And he's got That's it. what I had. He's I had got, heard that rumor, but yeah, he's got every F, collegiate FBS right. coach. And I know they were down and talking. To, what do you suppose the mail is like at the Sunram? Oh, box? I've I've talked to Ryan. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, because they were down. Uh, I know they were doing the Missouri. Does it come in Kansas, bundles? Kansas like State. A, bundles like a George Clooney autograph right. Uh, <laughs> right. seeking it's mail like a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> right. your mail today. <laughs> Uh, thanks to Brian Strand joining us today, to Perry Hansen, and, uh, and and you for tuning in. Stick around. Common is next. Brad, tonight, they can catch you in Lidgerwood. Right on. What are we doing? Lifting the lid? We, we are lifting the lid for the uh, winter <laughs> sports campaign, yes. Common is next on the fans.